Hello, and welcome again to Oscar Mike Radio. We are Mission Flight. We are on the move. We're everywhere. And today I have a special, not really guest, I guess. Uh, it's a really cool story for you. I am pleased to introduce Andrea Eitman and Mark E. Peterson from WP3 or the People's Patriot Project, Oscar Mike Radio. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Thank so you much for, for having, having us. us, Travis. It is great. Now, we're going to go a little bit, you know, back. And the story of how we all met is really cool. Let's talk about that. Um, Danielle Rocco and I, uh, Danielle devoted to the soldier and myself, were at the Bold Patriot in Nashville. And Chris Turner, you know, elbows me and says, hey, you got to meet the, the, uh, the folks from Minnesota. I'm like, well, this is cool. And come to find out, you all were at the Bull Patriot that night, support stuck on. I think it was the other way around. I think we were there, and then we had to meet you guys. <laughs> I think it well, was. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going with what I was told. And, and I'm joking. Right, right, right. But still, it was like, whoa. I mean, they drove from Minnesota to Nashville. That was pretty incredible. So before we get into like, the deets why were you all there i mean for the record yeah that was a cool you know, that was a cool moment that was a cool moment for the record we didn't drive we flew but i mean it's still um you know i, I just want to give accolades to that that event and i think i'm going to blame chris turner for that um we had chris turner on our show the we got your six and six patriot playtime uh which we air every sunday and uh, both live and then goes in the podcast. But um, he came on the show and he said, hey, guys, why, why don't you come on down and, and check the, the Freedom Tour out? And we had no idea what we were getting into. So and this was just a few weeks ahead of time. Just right. like, the, poof, like we don't have time to plan. Three. Are we in or no? Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things we do in our show is we connect with musicians as well. And um, I'm like, well, let's let's get connected with all these guys. I mean, we'll meet Chris Turner and this now. And then we decided, well, let's do a, a recalibration retreat for one of our veteran families. Well, we ended up doing a recalibration retreat for three of our families. I'm off the subject, but the point is, one, an amazing event. The people that were showed up there, I literally, my family has grown. Um, when you end up talking about Tommy Anderson was there, um, you guys were there. So I had actually reached out to uh, Miss Rocco um, because I saw you guys are at a golf tournament. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to be in Nashville. You're going to be in Nashville. And I never even put two to two together to think that we would all be <laughs> in the same room at the same time. And I'm sitting there doing our debrief with Andrea. And I look through the window, and there's Danielle. And I'm like, wait a minute here. So I leave my debrief, and I run outside. And I'm Danielle. I've been trying to go. And she goes, I didn't want to miss your message, uh, so I left it in the queue, but I wish I would have got your message. And I'm like, it's, it's all good. It's all good. And what it was an amazing vet. And so I thank Chris Turner for the invite to begin with. Uh, but Bold Patriot, those guys there are, are absolutely freaking phenomenal in what they're doing there. And just the, the laundry list, Andrew Fair, uh, the laundry list of all the people that we connected with while we were there was just amazing. That's a great place. And you felt like you didn't have to ever, not that I don't, 
I don't apologize for being American, but you can be unapologetically American there. It was just fantastic. And, you know, I felt the same way. I'm like, oh my God, my, my, my circle, my family just grew out of that. Absolutely. And I, and I really liked what you all are doing. And I really liked the fact that, you know, you know, one half of you is crewed by a civilian, a civilian female helping out veterans. I thought there was a deeper story there. And then after that, it seems like you all got done with that event, twisted the throttle, and now you're just going hard. I mean, what? so what do you all, I know what you do, but tell, tell my listeners and, and viewers who are watching this, what you all do. Well, let me, so networking is such a huge part. And, and really, um, up until just a few months ago, we were concentrating on the building of our story, the building of our goals, the building of our networking so that we can put it all together into what, you know, we, we want to accomplish with everyone. And so, um, gosh, networking, putting it, putting other like-minded and like missioned groups on our podcast and on our Sunday night show, um, has been a blessing because we don't, we realize there's no way we will reach every one of those um, veterans out there who's contemplating the end of things. And so, or who just needs help to, to get away from those thoughts. Um, and so as we started meeting groups that were like-minded and like-missioned, um, we've just networked with them and we have some really tight um, contacts that we can reach out to across the country. And so now that we have all of this base and all of this um, connection, our goal was always just save lives. Let's just save lives. That's where we started. Now, how are we going to do this? Well, we're going to build communication. We're going to build networks. We're going to reach out to people. Um, and now in the next few weeks here, we're going to finally be capitulating. I don't know. Is that a good word? Um, we're going to be putting together this dream of, like, we are going to find a place and move toward that place where we can create a haven for those that are struggling and suffering and be able to put them in a place where they are cared for, nurtured, guided, um, and supported until they find their way again. So I'll let Mark pick up from that spot. Yeah. I'm curious about that. I'm the, I'm, I just said ugliest. I was just going to say, I'm the luckiest man on the face of the earth to have uh, <laughs> Andrea. Uh, I might be the ugliest man. I'm, no, no, I'm, no, no. Um, hey, uh, first place right here. <laughs> So we got to compete for that now, too, because we're going <laughs> to be competing for this podcast thing, too. There's no competition here. We're all doing our thing, man. We're all, but when it comes to ugly, I, I, I got called the ogre all the time. Oh, man. We got oh, it. We got it. Um, you know, so where are we going? Um, it's kind of tough because this map necessarily doesn't have – I mean, there's no finish line to what we're doing. I mean okay. – um, sadly, we're never going to get to the end of 22. Um, the number for us is 17 to 75, but we use the, the branding 22 as well as most veteran organizations do. We get in that argument with people all the time. But um, a lot of times in this, our truth is that we throw stuff against the wall to see what sticks. And it is part of the process. Uh, a year ago, if you told me we were... 18 months into doing a podcast, I would have told you you're crazy. If uh, you told me that we were going to have our own exclusive monetized and royalty paying radio station that plays exclusively veteran and first responder musicians and Patriot players, I would have said, I don't even know what you're even talking about. 
Um, the growth has been immense. It's been fast. It's been awesome. Um, people have come to us and said, what, what is in your mind? It, I've, I've gotten two calls today. Um, can you help me write a narrative so we can raise money for this other organization? And I do have to slow my roll sometimes. And I'm like, ah, what about me? And it's not me. It's about we. But I, so then I have to go back to what, how we created this. If I help that organization and we put the things in, on paper that need to be there, then we have another tool or another lure in our, our fishing tackle box. And we, they have a chance to catch yet another person. And there are some times I, that me and Andrea have these selfish conversations about why are we not taking care of what's at home? We are. Um, we've had other organizations contact us and say, hey, can you help this? We just had the, the VA and a larger organization here in Minnesota, MACV, reach out to us and say, can you help this veteran in this manner? And I'm like, that's, that's pride and pleasure there. Yes, yes, we can. Um, it's not always in our budget. We're right now kind of in a, a little spot. We work off grants and um, crowd fundraising. Um, and we're, we're a little bit out of our budget right now, and that's okay. Uh, we take it to zero as close as we can get, but uh, it, it's a pleasure to be called on and say, can you help us as well? Um, and, I, and I need to stop sometimes and realize that, you know what, it's, we are helping the cause. The cause is a global cause, and we, we need to help all those that need a hand. And not everyone needs a hand. Not everyone is, is broken. Uh, not everyone needs to be fixed. We don't fix anybody. We, uh, we help recalibrate them. We get them focused, and we call it lighten the load. Um, that's what our goal is. Well, let's just go back here a little closer to home. I'm, I'm interested, Andrea, when you said you have a, a place that's coming together for veterans to kind of, you know, get some help. I, I, I want to know if you'll, you'll talk about that because, you know, that seems like it's more of a hands-on approach of what you're doing. For sure, for sure, and um, I'll let Mark speak eventually as well, but he's so excited. <laughs> we got to keep him in the shadows a minute. Uh, no, it is super exciting, and and it's been our goal since we began, and, and we called it kind of our down-the-road kind of goal, but we're looking for a resort-style facility that we can outfit as sort of a one-stop shop where we can bring, I mean, you know what, maybe part of lightening a load is, is a haircut and a trim. And, and a massage and a new pair of clothes and get you on your way. Maybe part of lighten your load is you need a week with a therapist or a mentor um, or somebody who, someone who's in the same situation or has been there and understands that maybe you actually need medical and or physical treatment, um, emotional treatment that's even above and beyond um, what normally a facility like that would give. But we have contacts now with PhD doctors with nurses um, and with emotional support people to bring in and help that. And so now we're just on the search for that building and that building um, or resort or facility um, or land. Um, we are actually in the next few weeks, we are going to be um, meeting with people who have avenues to the funding. Um, and we're gonna keep our fingers crossed and our knees down on the ground, um, eyes upward in the hopes that this will come to a fruition 
where we can get our hands. And it's that tangible piece. It really is. Um, we've done weekends away. We've taken people to, um, to a nice hotel. Uh, it was funny. We had to go out of our state sometime um, to be able to let the kids swim because, you know, Minnesota is kind of locked down in its weird way. But um, anything that just made it a weekend where they don't have to think about anything, whether it's the bills, the kids, the school, the job, uh, the mental state, and just get the family away. Um, I actually, on one of our biggest ones, we went further away and actually stayed in the hotel. And I felt like a, like a secret agent behind the scenes, kind of like I'm bringing her coffee up, you know, at 900. Um, it just was, it was a, oh wait, we need, we need a Big Mac with that too. It was, and they knew, and it was awesome. I was kind of at their service. Um, but that's the type of environment. We don't want them running you know, caribou for coffee, we want it to show up at their doorstep. Um, we take their kids swimming so that they can have some time to just sit and chat as adults. Um, and then of course we took them out for dinner and they insisted that Mark and I eat with them, which that's just so close to our, heart, our hearts Whoa. as well. Um, and they were super thankful. They all, all of our guests have been super thankful after the time we've given them. Um, sometimes we've had to carry it farther. And, and I guess I like to refer to it as holding the hand um, I think of when I took my kids to kindergarten and they weren't sure about going and they knew this was their next big step, but you know, that letting go piece. And we're not going to let anyone who's not ready to get back out there. We're not gonna let go of their hand. We will hold them to the next venture, whether that's to the VA for the, a visit with their social worker, whether that's to Holy cow, to a flight, to go to Houston, to start a new life. I mean, the, the places that we've taken, um, taken our, our um, clients, I guess you'd say, our new friends and family actually, but um, the places we've taken them, we've never just dropped them off and said, good luck. Here's what you need to look into. Um, it's been a, hey, we're here. We'll still be here. Um, but these are, the, these are the next steps you need to take and the follow through. So we would like to wrap that all up now in our own facility and put them in there and keep them there and be able to check in on them and know who's taking care of them. Um, and like I said, hopefully a lot of short-termers, but those occasional long-termers um, as well. So It's interesting. This, this kind of leads me to a, a different path, if you will, of questions. In you all's mind, what do you think is the most, or give me like the top three problems that face veterans? Because it, it there's a, there's a range and people say this, people say that, but in your, you've been in the trenches, you've been at the executive level trying to advocate. Where do you see the, the biggest needs? I th I'll be real honest. And this is kind of, I'll give you our top two. Um, okay, and that's fine. And I'll, I'll say one of the causes is an isolation and then maybe a real isolation or it might be a figurative isolation where someone thinks they're doing it on their own. Um, I'm a veteran in a family. They don't understand what I'm dealing with. I'm isolating here. I'm a veteran in my home. My community doesn't know how I'm, I'm handling this. I'm isolating. Um, so there's, there's a, an emotional or, or figurative or literal uh, isolation that I think are a lot of our veterans and first responders. And I, I do want to touch on the fact that we do support first responders. Oh, really? well. Okay. Um, we insist in boots on the ground. That's the, oh, the holding the hand. Not everyone wants to hold a hand either. And so I, I appreciate Andrea's statements in, in that. And um, for us, it is not a coddling, but a support. 
You know, sometimes someone needs a hand on the back. Someone needs to be pulled through the crowd. Sometimes you need a little bit of push. Sometimes you just need to know that someone's standing on the other side of the room knowing that their eyes are on you. Um, the other piece is the relationship. I think in all the pieces, even so even as I'm going through some medical things right now, and you've been recently through some medical stuff as well. Um, I hope your knees, the wheel's doing well. Uh, but one of the pieces missing in that world is you don't get to see the doctors that you have relationships with. You are in a network of people, and you don't know if anyone cares about your needs because you're just being pushed off, moved on, next person. I, I, yeah, I totally get it. It's like an assembly line, like, okay, yep. You see your doctor for for 12 minutes and then six weeks have to have a nice life we believe in building the relationship with the individual we believe in building a relationship with the organizations that are supporting those individuals we believe in advocating through those organizations um we we have a housing organization out here that takes care of veterans um we had a, a case where th there was a family living in a situation that probably wasn't best for the child that was in the, the living situation. And we went in and it, we're not here to call anyone out. Everyone's doing the best they can with, with the resources they have, but it just took a conversation. Hey, we went in, we looked, we saw, this is what we saw, this is our opinion. Can we make a change? And we helped with the resources that made that change. And that organization was perfectly fine with 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 helping with that change and so sometimes it just takes you know eyeballs on the person from across the room and um yeah the boots on the ground building relationships that's that's what we believe in well i think there's a a component for that i think a lot of people you know let's go to the 5k run the golf tournament let's do the bowling tournament fishing tournament and there's never really a demonstration of what did you do? What are you doing? Right. Sure. What are you doing? And I think people, you know, civilian military need to see that. So it, it's, it's very interesting to me how you all front load that, you know, I, I talked to a lot of orgs and, you know, everybody's trying to do a good job, but one of the things I'm like, you know, you need to tell the story of what you're doing. And I think that's important to, to see. So it is so awesome to hear you say that, just so you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's one of the things that we a year ago said, you know, we do have to establish a relevance talking about the properties we're looking at doing some of them we're talking $4.5 million. Some of them we're talking, you know, some are significantly less, but at the same time, it's hard to crowdfund for $4.5 million because everyone doesn't think their $20 matters or their 22 cents. Matters. It certainly does. Man. And it really does. <laughs> uh, at the same time, it takes a really long time to bring $22 in to make $4.5 million. Um, and even our, our, our smallest property that we're looking at in Kansas right now at uh, $300,000, um, it, it'll take a while to make that happen, but it will happen. The relevance piece, and is, a lot of times we say they're small, but they're, they're huge to these people. It's lightning load for a minute. And we've got story after story after story of just taking a little bit of piece out of someone's life that helped them focus on something different. Awesome. You know, Andrea, I guess that's our third. That's our third component, lighten the load. 
That's oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, Andrea, um, you know, and one of the things that's, you know, I go back to it and I just want to touch on again is the civilian aspect. You're, you know, a lot of civilians tell me, well, you know, I, I feel kind of weird reaching out to veterans because I'm not one and I don't know what I can do. And some of my fellow brethren are like, well, that civilian can't help me out. They didn't serve. So I'm kind of curious, you know, how do you bridge that gap? And, 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 you know, what's that mean to you to be able to impact someone's life in this way? Right. Um, And I will say that that has um, shaken my confidence just a couple times. Well, initially, initially jumping in with Mark, I'm like, I don't even understand your language sometimes. Can you help me? Right. Like I, I'm a teacher, so I, I get a lot, but I'm not getting what do you teach? some of the terms. Um, I teach language arts in the middle school. Um, oh, wow. So you can help me talk better and write that's better? That's Speak better. Yep. Okay, yep. good. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, for sure. And that that's, that. so that's one of the things I leaned on. I'm like, well, I can speak. Um, and I've always considered myself a very good listener. Um, so coming in as a civilian, I think twice in the last four years, I've been told that if I'm not a veteran, I'm not going to be successful because I, I won't be able to make the connections and people won't want to get involved. And then I lean back on, well, I, I, my founder here, he's a veteran and I'm, I'm kind of being a mouthpiece with this. Um, but I want to say on the flip side of that, um, I can't, the, the friends and the family, the love I've felt from those I've met so far. And very few of them have said, oh, you, can't, you don't get this, you're a civilian. Very few um, have said that. And well, one tells me I got to learn. But anyway, um, still, I love him still, but it's okay. Um, so coming in, what I felt I needed to get a hold of was, um, so, and don't, none of this is, is negative, but the bravado, um, the stigma pieces, the, I don't need to talk to you about it. I don't want to talk to anybody. So learning to take none of that personally as a civilian. Um, and like I said, I think I'm as a good listener, people have always just brought me more than I've ever wanted in the world of their troubles. And so someone told me a good friend a long time ago, she said, well, God gave you broad shoulders and good ears. And then he sends people your way. And so I, I think I even brought that up to Mark at one point, like, yeah, I attract those who want to tell their stories and sometimes don't know who else to tell them to. And so I learned about this stigma and um, I guess I've just found ways to kind of keep poking, I guess, um, into let's get past the um, the stigma that you can't go outside um, or that you can't speak to anybody about your, your issues. Um, and then that solitude piece, I don't know, I'm kind of a talker, I guess. And so I just don't let people enjoy their solitude anyway. And so poking into those walls is kind of a, a, a piece that I can bring in. Um, and I even had, I, I got to present to our Rotary group here in town. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, they invited me in and it was a little bit of a shock because I might've done it during my school hours. And then my superintendent was in the Rotary group, which I didn't know. I'm like, hey, morning, I'm on, I'm on break. I hope you know. But um, they, were, uh, they were super great. And one of the um, lead policemen in town was in the group. And I talked about our facility and how we would like to take those who might be struggling 
because we ideally we want to catch something before it breaks. And so he's like, I'm not going to come into town and say, Hey, I need help. Can I check into your facility in this town where I work? And I'm like, I don't want you to absolutely 100% because I think he thought I didn't get that. I didn't understand that. And I'm like, no, actually, Captain, I would like to say, Hey, Joe called me the other day and said that you love to hunt uh, quail. And so just so happens my organization has a quail farm down in Kansas that I'd like to take you to for a weekend. I already talked to your, your, your brother at work. I already talked to your wife and it's a go for, you know, next weekend. And then I'd like to pull you out, take you down. You can meet who you need to meet and talk to who you need to talk to. And then at that point, we'll figure out like, have you dealt with what you've been working on? Um, or do you need more help? And he was like, Oh, that's the most phenomenal thing I've ever heard. And I, I was like, well, whew, timing and knowledge. I was there on that piece. But um, that's Why did you mention piece. Quill? I just, you could talk about that in a minute. But that, because um, they're tiny and hard to find and you feel really good when you get one. I don't know. I'm making that up too. But um, it's been okay to work past it. My, my family is very, uh, so my dad was National Guard. I, I have a cousin right now who's super involved. He was the ring bearer in my wedding. So just a little guy, right? And now he's been through two Afghanistan tours and he just got back from an amazing peacekeeping mission in Kosovo. My heart and my um, pride to help and support and always be there for, for anyone who needs it. Um, and you know what? I love my freedom and you'll never never be able to fault anyone for that in my eyes. And so I expect that people that love their freedom, that want to do the right thing, if they don't have the experience and they didn't serve their country that way, can serve and support by being in the trenches, so to say, when they come back. Um, born on the 4th of July, even though Tom Cruise isn't one of my favorite actors, that movie touched my soul. Um, so I did a lot of reading and studying and researching on that, the, the Vietnam era as well. And um, I don't know, I don't understand why. I don't get the why. And so I guess that just made me more, um, more aggressive in trying to figure out and trying to be helpful. That's awesome, that's awesome. Um, you know, speaking of Afghanistan, you know, Mark, I did want to get your thoughts on Afghanistan, what's happening over there now. I just, um, it's making Vietnam, which I absolutely do not ever want to forget, but what's happening in Afghanistan is unprecedented. I, I just, um, I can't believe it. I want to get your thoughts. It's, it's a super tough one, man. And yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know that I have the answers. Here's, here's, I'm going to parallel it with, a mission we just had with one of our veterans. Okay. And and I get it and I see it and I understand it. But uh, so we have a veteran. We needed to do a, a hasty extrication actually from uh, the place that they were living because of some abuse issues. And we didn't really feel that up front it was really our place until we realized there was a child involved. And so then we knew it was time to boots on the ground make things happen, wasn't in our budget, wasn't in our scope, but we did make this move and it was a significant move. Um, the person didn't have any uh, close relatives uh, within roughly 2000 miles of them. So 
uh, we made this move. And this person, bless their heart, um, maybe had not planned out the entire process. And we were there to uh, help and initiate and to, to support. And, and we did as much as we could. The asking just kept coming and kept coming and kept coming and kept coming. And we're stuck in it. And so I, I want to do a quick shout out because if people feel and they're here in this mission and um, this is a, a female who was in an abuse situation. Unfortunately, her the significant other was also a, a veteran. Um, and we're looking to support him as well. Um, got this extrication, got it moved, got set up, got the infrastructure put into place. All of her stuff is in storage, and um, she's looking for the resources to get her stuff out of storage. And it came at a little bit larger level than what we are prepared and, and ready to do. But, it, and again, I've always said, we'll put it to the network and, and let them say, if, if there's people that are listening to this and think that it's a viable piece, reach out to us and and uh, we will help take care of this. We, we will in part help her. Um, it wasn't something that we felt was 100% on us to take care of. And there's some responsibility pieces that are in there, you know, that she's made some decisions to move her resources into other areas. And in the end, I'm not here to babysit. I'm not here to uh, look over, but I'm also, we're not <laughs> a handout service either. So right. that's, that's kind of my, going back to Afghanistan. At what point do we now, and I get, it's nice to have a support piece and agency there in place. And at what point do they have to do it on their own? At what point do they need to have? And I'm not saying they're there. I'm not saying they're not there. I really don't take a stance on this stuff uh, on a political nature. Um, it breaks my heart to think that we have lost the lives and the, the personnel and the resources to, to help them over the years to, to walk away and see that uh, did we make them weaker in the process? Because I don't know, we, man. I don't, uh, <laughs> and so, so it, I, I would counter with this: it's kind of hard to win when you had Karzai, the the, the former president of Afghanistan, mm -hmm. basically saying that American service members and troops serving over there weren't effective and didn't do enough. And and you know, meanwhile, it, it, it's documented that you know. That they, that they would not defend their own country. And there's something else fundamentally flawed when the Taliban is just basically rolling over towns, which means the people there either were never going to fight for their freedom or never wanted us there in the first place. Right. I just, I just do not want, um, you know, our fellow brothers and sisters feeling like their service and efforts over there were in vain. That's, that's the part that's bothering me. And I, I just didn't know what you all felt about that because it's going to come up in future situations. I have to think so. You've already seen it, maybe. Absolutely. It's, I mean, it's that model. It's yeah. again, you talked Vietnam, um, you know, it, it's hard to believe in, in, Relatively, my lifetime, we had a man in Germany, you know, doing what he was doing, and the the cleansing he was doing in our world. It's it's I don't get this these mindsets, and um, you know, 
I'm here. My my boots are on the ground to take care of anyone that I feel that I see as being a victim, so to speak. And I will always be that person. Um, I always think and want to believe that our intentions are good when it takes to uh, protecting and serving other people. And uh, I just, I guess I'm going to yield to not knowing enough yet. And I well, don't know that we enough. know the big picture. I don't know well, that we know the big fair. picture. It's fair. It's fair. You know, I, I, I'm just curious. I think, you know, what I'd like to know, listening to you all and, you know, I, again, you know, ladies and gentlemen, meeting, you know, Andrea and Mark in Nashville, they flew in, still it's a long flight, <laughs> it was just one of the best parts of, of doing this. And it just, it's like a no brainer. Like, how can I support them? How can I you know, get their message out there? I guess that's kind of what I want to, you know, go to next as we wind down is how can people support what you all are doing because you're not just doing outreach you're letting veteran artists have a platform to get their name out there you're doing your show and bringing people in the 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 red fridays where you hand out the cards is really cool to see how can people support all that yeah well i mean we always say the writing's on the wall um we do very little crowdfunding but uh the it's there and the, there are expenses to everything that we do. Um, you can reach out to us at www.thepeoplespatriotproject.org. Um, you can see us on all of our platforms. We have way more than we would like to uh, when it comes to WP3 Radio. <laughs> we got you six at six, Patriot Playtime, the People's Patriot Project page, the People's Patriot Project group. Uh, Andrea's page, and I do have two pages out there. A lot of people ask, why do you have two pages? Because uh, you only get 5,000 friends. That's why. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's easier to network in, in, a, in a personal page than it is in a business page. And just you can reach out to see you see people wearing a uniform or a flag or a patch and say, hey, brother, you know, we're here for you. Um, yeah, all those platforms. That's that's think, how you can reach out to us. Right, because the, the 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 funding is always a piece. We always have projects going on, and and like Mark said, I mean seriously, our our bank accounts go like this, and then this. It's just it's crazy, crazy good, um, because then every time we get you know close to that zero number, we're like, well, we've been helping a lot of people, so we should feel good about that. So our funding is always open, and sometimes we run special campaigns. Um, Right now, we, we're looking to maybe do a, a one family shout out campaign just because it's a, a quick, um, we wanna jump in quick, help quick, and then hopefully that kind of bridges everything. Um, but besides for the funding, um, I've just, I've made friends across the country. Um, I've gotten involved with, and I'm not in this situation either, but there's a group that I've connected from the West Coast to the East Coast, the, the spouses of first responders. Now, I've spoken with many military spouses and and they have good groups and good support, it sounds like, Um, but our first responders don't get that included in the the hiring package, so to say. Um, And so if you don't know, like the bigger cities, you don't know the other spouses, those connections sometimes aren't made. And so that that group of understanding doesn't happen. And in Minneapolis, that would have been crucial to so many of our first responders to have known you know, the other spouses of, of the people involved um, in, in the whole last year, really. Um, 
And so I've made those connections. And so I would say too, as, as just people reach out to us, friend us on social media, follow us on social media. Um, if you have something to offer, let us know because we'll put you in our network. If you can be another, um, what, what do we get knowing, knowing Travis, um, friendship, first of all, support, um, just knowing there's someone else out there that Mark can compete with. No, I'm kidding. Just kidding. Uh, can hold hands with while they grow. Um, and that, that's a fun thing. Um, Mark's probably not even that competitive sometimes, but yeah, because um, it seems like every event we have, I'm competing about something. <laughs> but no, it's just, uh, and honestly, we, if you're in this, so like um, Nick Richardson out on the West Coast, right? I've needed to call him or reach out to him a couple of times. Now, Buzz Bryan was just on our show last week. I feel if I have somebody in Florida that has a need or a reach out or a request, I can call Buzz and be like, hey, I don't know that area. What do you have for um, um, for support down there? Um, it, it's just, that's how our network keeps growing. So yeah, just just follow us, let us know and, and get in touch with us. Well, I'll get with you both and have all the links to your platforms. There'll be a long list in the show posts right <laughs> on the website so you can you know see this. And you know, I, I do wanna say this. Um, I never look at this as a competition. The only person I'm competing with is myself well I, I because some people civilian veterans in this this um podcasting vodcasting realm really take i mean like and i like to win uh, but but you know for those of you watching this this is not you know uh who's better than who this is for what andrew was saying this is us coming together so hey you know yeah i know somebody in massachusetts who can help you out you know uh mark and A andrea um, I, I've got contacts in New Hampshire. I think that's the most important thing there is you're mm -hmm. doing your thing in your way. I'm doing my thing in my way. There's no real first, second, and third place. There's no Olympics for this. We're just doing our thing. And as long as we have that, we're good because, you, you know, I look at like 10 years ago, there was none of this. There was none of this. And, you know, if you needed help, it was it was touch and go who would actually step up and help you. So it's just good to see this. I just, I just felt that it had to be said. I, I know we, we joke back and forth, but no. I, I want people to understand this is not like, you know, if I don't hit a certain number or if whatever, I'm going to feel like I'm second place or, you know, Mark mm -hmm. and Andrew are so much. No, it's not it at all. We are, we are here for each other, which is what makes us so cool. It's really exciting to watch across the platforms, the relationships that are built and You've even had some questions with me about some of the people in ours and, and, and it's good. And it's like, you know what, why are we doing this? And it comes down to, it is, it's more tools. It is more, more, and we do call it a toolbox, um, or actually we use the, the fishing tackle box in the fact that you fish? We don't know what we're catching. You fish? I do fish. Nice. Not enough. Oh. I, I don't get enough time, but, uh, you know, we work with Fishing for Life here in Minnesota, and oh, cool. we get to go out and go fishing a couple times. And uh, we got to do uh, as Travis Schmidt uh, is uh, putting us up on his uh, on his boat, and so uh, we're excited about that. And so uh, thank you for that. And uh, Andrew's looking confused and all that. But Ryan, his name's Ryan. I, I Ryan said Schultz. I said Travis because Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Schultz. Thank you. 
Thank you. Because um, Travis is on the screen. I get it. I right, get it. right, right, right. No, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> we can create any excuse we want. That's awesome. We make the rules. We make the rules. <laughs> no, but no, it, it's just, no. it's so awesome. I can get up and look on the social media and know that I have an, an endeared relationship with Travis. I have an endeared relationship with Adam Jones. I mean, the, this list is unbelievably long. Right. And the amount of time I spend on a day just say, hey, how are you doing, brother? It's good seeing you. The likes. the And we call ourselves, I mean, we are calling ourselves family now. Um, yeah. All these, everyone that met in Nashville is family. Everyone that I meet in Georgia is family. Everyone that I met in Texas is family. And it just grows and grows and grows. And we have conversations it's like chris turner is right here and boom chris turner's right there and boom chris turner's right there and it just it's it's i'm being selfish i'm sorry people i'm being selfish <laughs> i am enjoying every minute of this and we are making a difference and we are saving lives so well it's just been great getting to talk with andrea eichmann and mark pearson from the people's patriot project or we p3 I'm going to have all the links and be a long list in the show post. And, you know, I love having these kind of conversations where people are, you know, doing things in the trenches, hands-on, but also talking to those, you know, politicians, city leaders, law enforcement, first responders to advocate more effectively. Um, love what they did in Nashville. Love what you guys are doing. I like following along and seeing it. And I uh, can't wait to meet in person again. So before we close, any, better, brother. Any, 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 oh, before we close, before we close, last thing, what's next? What's the next, uh, you got like the Chuck, the Ruck Chuck and Roll event? Yeah, talk, tell me about that, and then we'll close out. That is going to be, so the, I consider this one of our fun fundraisers. Um, a, a local um, hiring, comp a resource company, Human Resources, um, reached out and said they wanted to help us with a fundraiser event. And I just figured... <laughs> Look at me. So for the civilian world, I thought a ruck would be one of the most uh, fun and easy things for them to organize, right? <laughs> um, <Mark>. and so, <laughs> He's never humped an Alice. We we have a fix in here, though. There's a fix. I, okay. All right. Go on. Go on, Andrew. The, the 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 dirt kicker knew how to fix this problem. So okay. yeah, okay. So all right. So we're putting this together October 23rd. We are doing is this gonna be a fun day? Um, so one of the organizers just happens to be my son as well, very into the athletic things. And so he um we're doing up to 10 mile, it's a two-mile loop. So up to 10 mile ruck, um carrying your pack and doing your deal that day. Um, and then we have a cornhole tournament for those who might not want to do the ruck. We've got this cornhole tournament going on, which actually fits so well. Um, for example, I have friends who she's very active, um, army national guard right now. Um, he, her husband is, um, disabled veteran. There's no rucking going on for him, but he can play cornhole. So then their kids can be involved in our next event, which is the zero mile ruck which you just start on the fish finish line and jump over it and you win, you're done and your name will go in a drawing for a 50-50. So we have all that going on along with kids games, food trucks and musicians and an entertainment group all day long. It's, uh, it'll be spectacular and it's not even very expensive. So, 
Oh yeah, awesome. and beer. And some local breweries will be there as well. All right, all right. You had me at Cornhole. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> I want to thank you all again for coming on uh, Oscar Mike Radio and talking with me. And if you're watching or listening, hey, you know, you're, you're seeing that there's ways you can get involved regardless of your service history, your experience with veterans. There are things you can do at all levels. And, you know, Andrea and Mark are doing that right now. And as we say in Hawk, as we say in Oscar Mike Radio, we are mission in flight. Thank you very much. Thank you, Craig. Thank you.